do you want to be apart from being an athlete? Our hope and prayer here on More Than an Athlete is to provide short, helpful, and biblical content that will equip you in becoming more like Christ and making Him known in your athletic spheres. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey athletes, last week we got to hear from Morgan Mosby about thought life from for the gals. And actually this week we get to hear from her husband, Devante. And Devante is going to kind of share about where he played basketball. But it's been neat to, like I said, to see them live this out. And I'm pumped just to hear what he has to say. So Devante, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is Devante Mosby. I am Morgan's husband. Um, I like that title. Morgan's husband. Um, but I played basketball at Northwest Missouri State. It's a Division II school near Kansas City, about an hour and a half north of here. And um, love my time there. Got a lot of good memories, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of not so good memories, which I think is um, what college is for. Right. Things you learn from and uh, just a time to grow. So, yeah, that was where I went to school. Yeah. You want to share just a little bit kind of about your story and also when you started to see athletics as a platform for God too. Yeah. Um, so my story, I think uh, when it, as it pertains to, to Christ, man, my freshman year of college was a, a rough one for me mm -hmm. uh, as for a lot of people, I think. And um, just the jump from high school, didn't really have to try to get grades, didn't have to try to do anything. Right. Um, and then you get to college and they want things on time <laughs> and they want you to give 100 percent in the classroom mm. and 100 percent in basketball and at the time i only had energy for basketball um, so that put me in a certain place um where i was just like wow this is kind of a, a look into the real world yeah but after my freshman year um season in school i had the opportunity to go to a place called kids across america mm -hmm. um this was what 2014 way back. And, um, man, that was just such a life changing event. Um, I got to go and be around other athletes, uh, non-athletes, but just people, uh, who were my age that truly knew who they were in Christ and, mm. um, just actively lived it out. Um, one, one story that really sticks out first, uh, day of camp, you get there the night before, uh, have some fun, go to sleep. And uh, in the morning, you're about to start working around camp, cleaning things up. It's right. kind of a grind to get everything ready. And we got to a place early, a couple guys. And one of the guys uh, was like, man, we got here early. Let's just hop in the word. Mm. And uh, he opened up his word and um, was asking questions, just engaged in a, in a Bible study right there on the spot. And uh, one, it kind of exposed me because I'm like, this yeah. dude knows his word. You know, mm. I was just a person that morally acted good yeah. and uh, acted like I knew uh, who Christ was when, right. I, when I really didn't. And mm -hmm. uh, he just set the, set the bar really high. That guy actually disciples me now. His name is Mike Johnson. If you're wow. listening, I'm very grateful uh, for that Bible study that morning. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where my journey started, um, just going to that camp and getting a yeah. vision for what it looks like to be a follower. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, we're talking about thoughts today and our thought life as athletes. And so kind of reflecting back on your years as a college athlete, 
um, we talked about this with Morgan of just how it's it's just different mm-hmm. your thought life as an athlete, yeah. um, and we know it's hard. But what would you what would you say is your perspective on what a healthy thought life for athletes looks like? Yeah, a healthy thought life, um, man. I think I think a healthy thought life uh, has. I was going to say basketball um, has your sport in check mm. mentally. And I, I say that on the back of, I think I had, I enjoyed, um, I think a semester mm. of having this down is my last semester of basketball. Mm. Every semester from <laughs> elementary to middle to high school to college, I think I struggled with this yeah. and I didn't have basketball in its place. Um, and what that looked like was, me just investing so much of who I am in the game of basketball mm-hmm. or in the results that I could produce. Right. And it's crazy how you think, you know, from a, from being a young child that if you're going to play sports, you engage in this thought process that I have to be better than other people. Yeah. Like there's no yeah. on-ramp of like learning competition and things right. like that. You start looking at Kobe and Allen Iverson play and you're like, man, I got to be like them if I'm Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's just, on one hand, it, it gets you a result. And on the other hand, it sets you up for mm-hmm. um, just disappointment. So mm-hmm. I think a healthy thought life uh, sees yourself outside of your sport, sees your sport as a gift mm-hmm. uh, to be played and used and enjoyed yeah. and work, you know, something that is a craft that you can hone right. and grow in uh, and be competitive with. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not everything that you mm-hmm. are. And like I said, I only had a semester of that, and that was a really fun semester. Yeah, yeah. Really fun. You kind of, yeah, like you said, it was your last semester that you really kind of got that down. What, like, what do you think is so hard about being an athlete with our thoughts? Like, why do you think it's such a roller coaster constantly? Yeah, Uh, I think it goes back to what we just talked about. Um, I know that in basketball, that's what I can speak to, basketball and football, um, the paradigm that's given to you is that in order to be excellent or to be yeah. good at it or to be the best, you have to take on this at all costs, mm-hmm. grind. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. This is who I am type of mentality, you know, that ball is right. life mentality yeah. or that yeah. ball is life. And on one hand, yes, you need to work hard. Mm. You absolutely need to work hard. Don't expect res- like yeah. awesome results without working hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, man, it's almost like this, I love the game and it'll love me back type of thing. And that yeah. just doesn't, yeah. that doesn't always work Mm-mm. out, man. There's Mm-mm. injuries. There's uh, just people who are just gifted in different ways than you are. There's circumstances where people get a look that you don't. And yeah, um, I think that just that mentality of um, I have to give my all and I have to live, breathe it, eat mm. this in order to even have a chance to be good while there's truth to that. Um, it also creates a, a tough thought life for an right. athlete. Right, yeah. Because I'm always competing for something. Right. I'm always, like, comparing myself to something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, it's this constant hamster wheel of emotions and thoughts and can really just have a spiral if we're not careful with what we're thinking about. So that's really yeah. good. What would you say to the athletes listening right now? What are good practicals? I think – you saying that it took a while to finally understand that like what were those practicals what were the ways that helped you get to that last semester yeah lots of memories coming back (laughs) um but i think uh i think 
um, the, the phrase that comes to mind is to remember, to remember, um, remember why you love the game. Mm. Remember why you started. Um, even looking back to a time when it was fun. And, you know, if you're a college athlete, you can probably see that it's a bit of a business now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but even in that, just remembering that it is something that you enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, and that last semester, I was struggling through a lot of things, thoughts wise, um, working through depression mm-hmm. and um, lost a lot of weight, wasn't mm-hmm. performing on the basketball court and being the, the demo that everybody knew. Yeah. Um, so that created some some quiet times in the locker room where people are just like, they don't know how to act around yeah. me and I don't know how to yeah. act around them. I don't know what's going on. Uh, coaches, you know, cussing you up and down the court because yeah. you're not producing. And uh, there's this, this verse that, just really, really helped me practically. It's Philippians 4, 8. Uh, it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, praiseworthy think about such things. Mm. And um, it's, good. it's just an encouragement to remember yeah. um, things that are good, that go outside of basketball, like the really mm-hmm. small things, like, man, I got a body that I don't got to put nothing in, Yeah, you know, just drink yeah. some water and get on my way. Right. You know, I uh, had a long practice, um, but I'm healthy at right. the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go and grab something to eat Yeah, and, and just keep it moving. And just remembering those little things, I think, puts, puts your sport into perspective. So practically just remember, like, you are much more than an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Oh, there's just so much more to life. Yeah. Like I know that all of our younger years have just been pointed towards this crescendo of being a professional athlete. Right. But like, man, it's gonna come to an end, and mm-hmm. that's okay sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that that's, that's a practical that really helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another one for me would be to um, to remember just that that God made you with value. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. in Genesis when it talks about. Um, you know, let us make man in our image, mm-hmm. you know, practically like he put like a special sauce and when he was yeah. creating yeah. man and woman, like he, he put value in you. He put the swagger that you have. In right. you. He put the passion that like your, your quirks or your kinks, yeah. like he put all those things in mm-hmm. you um, as an image bearer of God, mm-hmm. not an image bearer of basketball right. or tennis or soccer or whatever right you have inherent value whether you pick that Mm. ball up today Mm. or not yeah Um, so just remembering that and then lastly i'll say this get some rest man Mm. like six days a week you go on your sport almost sometimes seven yeah and you get out of college and um you just trade that jersey in for like whatever yeah. company yeah. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. work for, you so know what I'm true. saying? And then they own you. Yeah. And they tell you what to do. And when you look at scripture, uh, talking about the Sabbath, yes, because God rested. Right. Um, but also as a reminder that like you're not a slave anymore. Mm. You know. So yeah. you can rest. Yeah. You can grind mm. and rest. Mm. And once you put that sport down, you're just gonna grind at your job and then yeah. rest. So like create a rhythm to it's good. set yourself free from being a slave to your sport. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's so good because with that Sabbath and taking time to rest um, with whatever time you have, 
that helps with your thought life and just being able to have God's word on your heart and using that time to get in the word and to talk about the word with others and um, share it with your teammates. Like that's going to produce the thought life that's going to help you on and off the court or the field, whatever it is. And so I love that practical because it's, it's very practical. Like you can take time to rest and rest in God's um, what God says about us. That's good. Yeah. one more thing on this. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I'm talking too no, much. No, you're good. Um, it's like when you're walking on a, a college campus, everybody's just tired and yeah. overworked. Yeah. And it's like uh, a mind that's not rested mm-hmm. stands no chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's like, so you true. Stand no chance. We had our 5 a.m. workouts and we just get destroyed by our coach um, mm-hmm. in preseason. But we made it a point in yeah. our apartment. Um, We'd get up at four, hmm. so everything would have to be off at like eight, you know. Yeah. If we want to survive, yeah. Preseason, right? And people quit up at Northwest from preseason. Wow. And um, I think that that's where the the most of our success mm-hmm. came from. Um, but just practically, if you don't get enough rest, then you, yeah, you stand no chance. Yeah. Easy pickings for the enemy. So. So true. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, I love that point. Even thinking about the enemy, like wanting to creep in and. Um, take advantage of a bad thought life. That's so good. Why Why do you think it's important, like, looking back on just even your time as an athlete, like, why are you glad that you prioritize, like, your thought life and even today outside of athletics? Yeah. Looking back, I'm glad because it does influence mm. how I live today. It influences how I work. Um, and I try to work hard uh, right. in the endeavors that Morgan and I are in. And, um, it, it influences how I interact with Morgan or how, yeah. I don't know. I don't think if I would have went through those things, um, the, the rough times that, you know, I would have been at a point maturity wise in my faith and in life that I would have been able to get a person like Morgan, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, cause she has her story as well. And right. She did her learning. Yeah. And I just think that that was uh, very formative for me too. Mm. Um, so it's just important for me just because it influences all these other things after the game's over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, how am I going to leave my family mm-hmm. when I'm tired? Or how mm-hmm. am I going to set the trajectory to work hard, but also leave work and yeah. come home and just be, you know, yeah. not be a workaholic because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm catching up all the time. And I felt that a lot. As yeah. An athlete, so. Yeah. So true. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. You just wake up feeling like you're behind. Yeah. Like, I can't wake up early enough. Yeah. I just wake up in the middle of the night. To yeah. Grab a glass of water and I feel behind. Like, it's so I true. Feel like that's the life of an athlete sometimes. Just but go, go, go. Yeah. But mm. the thought life, um, if you do it well, I think it will uh significantly impact how you live afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you kind of let it slip, those things just carry on and yeah. you'll just ride that way and draw a line in the sand. So Yeah, that's so good. I think of Romans twelve two, which says, Do not conform to the pattern of this earth, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's perfect and pleasing will is. And and it's just so true, like doing that now as an athlete will also just produce not wanting to live and conform to the the thought life of the world too, even. And so um, yeah, I love that practical because being able to transform now is going to 
impact others in the future and ourselves and our lives. Like you said, like your guys' marriage is different because of it. And I don't think as athletes we're thinking about that, mm-hmm. you know, like the future because um, I, I think, wasn't. Let me just put that yeah. out there. I definitely wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I walked the road, but I right. wasn't thinking like, yeah, this is going to be good for my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so true. Not. Yeah. And just even the other parts of our lives after being an athlete. So I just think that's so good to think of what that investment of this thought life is going to have for the future. Um, We talked with Morgan just about for the gals, what are good practicals or what thought life looks like. We talked about how, I think it said 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day and about 80% of those are negative, which is so wild Mm -hmm. to me. But thinking of that for guys specifically, and it can be general too, but do you have just a word for them regarding thoughts yeah just for the guys yeah yeah i don't know how how other guys do it um but yeah we're very um, thought oriented Hmm. like a lot of stuff doesn't come out you know right spill it spill all the beans and then sort through like the girls yeah Yeah. Um, so I, i would just say uh to my brother out there that wants to have a good thought life um a very practical way, man, is to seek truth and to to take out some of those negative thoughts and yeah. replace them. You know? Yeah. It's easy for, for us to try to crowd more thoughts in there to yeah. hope that some, it kicks out mm-hmm. some negative ones. Mm-hmm. But I think actively um, putting some scripture on your heart or putting some biblical truths or words of wisdom from yeah. someone who's doing it well, who's right. older than you, uh, those ones add have a different mm. weight to them. You put those ones in the bunch, so it'll throw off some of those negative ones. You know, yeah. I think just this visual of if you got a bucket with oil on it, right? The oil mm-hmm. will seep to the top. And mm-hmm. I think those negative ones, like we're full of oil. Yeah. You toss some solid in there, it'll kick some oil out. Mm. You know, and for me, that's through. Um, through disciple making, through discipleship and mm-hmm. submitting myself under mm-hmm. some really solid men that I don't yeah. have to go and trial and error everything. Mm-hmm. I can just go out there and uh, ask them what they think. Right. You know, in our marriage, that is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super fun, but not perfect. Right. I got some guys that I'll just ask them straight up, you mm-hmm. know, what is my wife probably thinking? Right. And what should I do? Right. And I, there's no debate. I just go and try to do it. And most of the time, Morgan's like, wow. I love that. And I don't tell her sometimes. That yeah. Someone just told me, someone very wise and older than me just told me to do it. Right. You know? um, so to my guys out there, man, you may keep keep a lot of things in. Um, mm. But if you can put in some of those, you know, biblical truths mm. or truths that you hear from, from a mentor who is solid in his faith, they'll just carry a different mm. weight. You know, how does a man keep his way pure by guarding it according to God's word? Mm. So. Put that stuff in there, man. Yeah. Get you some good stuff. Yeah. You know, because the middle, you know, the middle of the night where you're just, you know, Mm. destroying yourself mentally, it's like you got to take an active stance Mm. against it. So, yeah, I love that. I love actively replacing it, not just overcrowding your thoughts with other thoughts. That's so good. Uh, Last question for the end of our podcast. What would you say, especially looking back on the last couple years outside of college, um, just all the memories and everything. What would you say it means to you to be more than an athlete? Yeah. Uh, I think to be more than an athlete, uh, just the phrase is awesome. To be more than, ath- more than an athlete 
is to just be honest mm. with what's actually there in the world. Yeah. Like we can create this weird thing that like ball is life. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, our minds, we know we're lying to ourselves. Yeah, it's the truth. We know we're lying. Mm. I think it's to be honest. Mm. You are much more than an athlete. Like we said earlier, God created you with um, just different passions, different tics, mm. mm-hmm. with, um, you know, worth and dignity and honor and yeah. just such a higher calling than your sport. Right. Um, so to say more than an athlete, I think it's to be honest, mm. you know, to be real with how life is and the game's going to end one day. Mm. And um, I'm very, I don't know, it's, it's just, it should get you very excited that God will yeah. do something else. That's yeah. really cool too, the yeah. rest of your life. So yeah, that's mm. what I think. That's good. Be honest. I love that. Yeah. Like I said, it's fun to watch you and Mo just live this out and have a godly marriage. And you all had your success as athletes, but it's sweet to see that you find your worth in making disciples and being a disciple of Christ. So Devante, we just appreciate you being on here and just your wisdom. And y'all, that's yeah, that's (laughs) that's all for today, y'all. And um, hope you guys have a great week. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Did you know that you could help more than an athlete by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Follow us on Instagram at more than an athlete. And the more that you do this, the more athletes can tune in and find the content. We hope you found this week's episode helpful and encouraging.